0: hello everyone and welcome to the process podcast today i am joined by claude bella the co-founder of 2c media and pronto projects that both aim to help businesses and entrepreneurs create meaningful and impactful content online thank you so much for joining us today my man thanks for having me man yeah so just before we get into like the deeper stuff maybe you could just provide us with some context about you and and how you got into this line of work and just a little bit of backstory.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um I don't actually know how I got into this line of work. I think I kind of just ended up following some some nudges that I've gotten throughout my life. Uh um specifically like so I was born in Romania, very humble beginnings. Uh I didn't I mean we grew up on a in a town of 300 people. Um like <laughs> yeah uh, I, I kind of didn't come from much and so mm. when I came to Canada um, I realized like all the possible opportunities that you know you could have and um, I kind of just tested things so I picked up a camera when I was about 18 and I was like oh this is fun and then uh, I went on through other things in my life and uh, that led to somehow you know being here and owning two companies that both focus on media and it's been it's been really cool
0: hmm that's that's awesome man like that's something that I really admire. Um, you know, y- y- you mentioned being from Romania and and being in an immigrant family and 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 I think that's common like people who come from outside of the country, they they really see the opportunities here as more than just you know, the status quo. You know what I mean? Um did your growing up in Romania influence you and and inspire to be an entrepreneur or or how has that affected you
1: as as a human? That's a yeah, that's a great question. So, I think so I think um kind of not having much put a lot of things in perspective and so you know coming here and seeing like well if i just work hard i can just attain it and then it's like well what else can i attain if i work hard or like if i stay focused or whatever right um and so that i think it just gives you context starting starting like not having much and coming here i feel like that just allows you to um to just see the world differently for sure like exactly like like you said context right you see you see it just from
0: a from a wider angle you have more experiences to be able to compare what your opportunities are here right now so that's 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 amazing man um you know i want to get more into like so so how did you get started then like you know i know i know the mindset behind that you know you're an immigrant you want to like you know test yourself and do do things that you want to do and and kind of see what hard work can kind of bring you in your life but can you kind of give us a more specific idea of like, you know, what's, what's the starting point?
1: Um, decided that you want to start. Right. So like that was like, for me, it was like, uh, so the, the, the scenario was uh, I was working for a nightclub. Um, my business partner, um, Aiden, he, uh, he was a photographer at the club at the time. And um, I was like, like, we saw the club was going to close and, you know, we were seeing that it wasn't doing as good as it used to and uh long story short i said yo do you want to do you want to start this like do you want to try doing something like this and he's like yeah like we could offer the same services that we're doing for the club Mm -hmm. package that and go you know pass it along to maybe other clubs that was kind of our first first gist was like well if we can do it here you can replicate this and do it elsewhere Mm -hmm. so then we kind of just took that concept and started applying it everywhere um, and that's just how we started it was uh, doing logos at first and then we we're like oh wow we're not artists and designers and <laughs> stuff right and right. funny enough there's a there's a there's a building on 17th app that has our logo on it and I drive by it all the time and I'm embarrassed because I'm mm-hmm. like fuck I can't you know it's like early <laughs> which so so you learn and you're like right. and then you're like well actually this isn't the path I have to change the path a little bit so mm-hmm. then you, you, you correct and you continue down the path because mm-hmm. you're like this was good Can it be better right so uh that's how we started and we just Mm -hmm. kept following those nudges and yeah Mm -hmm. i
0: love that man and that is that's humble beginnings as well and i think a lot of people are kind of in that they're kind of pigeonholed into a certain sector or an industry like you started with clubs Mm -hmm. right but now you know i'm looking at what 2c media is doing now and you guys have tons of different uh clients from all different industries right how um did you branch out into that or or do you have any like advice for somebody who's currently kind of pigeonholed themselves in a certain industry or a certain type of client and they want
1: to expand that? Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, I mean, you got to follow you got to you got to follow what you like to do. Um, Mm. And I think that's so important because if you're not self aware, if you're not like aligned with your gut and like this feels right. Um, and, you, and then you don't pursue that because you pursue the money elsewhere and you know it feels wrong and you're like, I'm gonna hate this project. Right. I'm gonna be miserable in this project. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, that project might actually turn out to be really bad. Right. And then that actually speaks volume more of your decision-making skills, which you know, people look at and like, well, that wasn't that good of work and so mm-hmm. you wonder why, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so being in alignment with, with what, we, what kind of work we wanted to do and who we wanted to work with was, was key. Um, so we just follow that. Like mm-hmm. um, the the beauty of working with different brands is also you know Calgary's small, so you know people know each other in different sectors, especially. Right. Um. So once you like once you pour your all into something, I feel like it's not hard to you know to work with the next person right. and pour your all into that, and then the community really quickly picks up on that mm-hmm. and and they support you with that.
0: Right. Yeah. It's just the momentum of kind of like following the things that you actually want to do. Yeah. Um, I want to dig more into that actually because you said, like, you know, self awareness is, is something that I think is so important. Like, how do you begin if you're not aware of like the things that you even want, right? So, what was that process like for you in discovering like what you are actually passionate about and like what you actually want? Was it something that you always did or is that how did that develop for you?
1: Yeah. So, um, kind of came about two different ways. Uh, the f- initial way that it came about to be was uh, I started, so the self awareness thing came out of, um, I'm a very uh, introspective person, so I, I, I always go internally. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that's a bad thing, sometimes that's a great thing. Uh, <laughs> so I've realized that, uh, so I started spending all this time meditating, and then I realized um, what I really want to do and how, I, and I came to terms with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so that's helped kind of at least put me on the path of like, okay, this is what self awareness would look like, right? And as you dig deeper, um, it was like, well, what am I good at? And then, you know, what do I like to do? And all these things. Mm. Um, and then last year, I actually took an accelerator program and uh, that program has taught me this really cool concept of like finding your genius. Mm. And um, this genius is, this, is like the centerpiece of like doing, what, doing something that um, brings you a lot of energy and joy, uh, doing something that produces you know outstanding results uh, but also makes other people marvel, right? Mm-hmm. So like it just like drops their jaws, right? So the intersection of that thing is like we're geniuses. Um, the way I I realized what my genius was is I started listing all the things that I do in my day, um, categorizing each one of those line items into uh, incompetent, competent, um, something that I excel at, or it's my genius. And I took so I took these things and I wrote an I or a C or an E or a G. And to be incompetent means like I should not be touching this task. Right. <laughs> to be uh, to be competent is you know I can do this, but I'm not the best. I'm not the best fit for it, so maybe I should pass this on to somebody else. Mm. The excelling would be um, you know I'm good at this. I can do this task, but it might um, it might not bring me joy, or maybe it doesn't do one of the other three like Marvel or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a genius, so you're left with like these couple of things. And what I learned from that was like I should just be focusing on my genius because right. when I focus on my genius, I'm I actually I'm the happiest. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone around me is happiest working with me, and I actually am able to provide value to these 100%. individuals, right? So I I'm, so since then I've just been focusing on that. So that's how my self awareness has kind of. I love that. that. I love that
0: a lot, man. Like yeah yeah giving your greatest gift i think that's that's a journey that we should all go on and 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 following the things that you actually love like if you love it you're going to be good at it you're going to be consistently doing it all the time and that's i think that's the only way to kind of like find out what your genius is and of course if you're giving that then of course you're creating value and when you're creating value then you know you you can provide for yourself
1: and you can make that a and for others and i think that's the beauty mm -hmm. behind it right is like you know oftentimes we do things for ourselves and we forget about the others and um, you, you can't move through life solo it's very hard percent right so yeah. you need your community your support group your friends your family whatever that might be right
0: no that's huge that's huge um, yeah that, that's kind of where my philosophy comes from of giving your greatest gift is that like in nature if you observe nature nothing in nature exists for itself Besides, like the human ego of trying to be like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm accomplishing this, but like, when you look at the trees growing, they're there to create shelter for for the animals and create fruit and all that stuff. So, you know, applying nature's fundamental uh, truths to our own lives, I think, is important. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of digging back into you and you know, the context of your life, I'm sure traveling. Has really mm. added to your con- the context of how you see the world, right? Yeah. Uh, could you just kind of share some of your travels with us, and and you know how that's kind of impacted you and your perspective?
1: Yeah, man. Um, it's funny. I think traveling is, I think traveling is the one thing you can do in life where you get to see the true edges of yourself. Mm. Um, so what I mean by that is, um, you know, there's no adventure without something going wrong. And when something goes wrong is where your true character shines mm. are you here to help this person are you are you gonna freak out how are you gonna behave what does that look like right and and so adventure traveling whatever I think it does that I think it shows these 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 edges of yourself to yourself and then you get to that and then you get to the next time you go on an adventure you get to push for the further on those edges and so on and so forth right so the way that impacts me is um, you know, if I could go to Saudi Arabia and pull out my camera and take pictures and, you know, I got back to Canada and I'm still alive and I have all my fingers and everything's good, right? <laughs> uh, then obviously, um, you you take a lot of things with a grain of salt of when people speak about different cultures, right? Right? So then when you go into, um, so after my Saudi trip, I went to India, I was like... I think my anxiety dropped so much because I was like, this is a great experience. Why am I even freaking out about being on this side of the world, mm-hmm. right? Um, so let's just enjoy it. And so all of a sudden, it was a different mindset. And so I think traveling allows you to have that, allows you to um, develop yourself further, right? You get tested more, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's amazing. Travel is definitely, it's interesting how you can kind of find parts of yourself or find out about yourself in places that you've never been before. That's weird, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a weird. That's a weird concept. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I love that, man, and um, yeah, yeah. I think everyone should kind of take that time to travel and experience new things and kind of learn about themselves in that way. Totally. Um, was your most recent trip the one out to BC? Uh,
1: yes. Yeah. So, what inspired that, man? <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a that's a good question. I've been I've been I've been thinking about um, how do I approach this one. <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah, uh, I so. We started Pronto um, November last year, so literally about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, about six months in, I was just exhausted from like the intensity of it. Right. And so I was like, I just needed a break. And uh, that was part of it. I was like, I need a vacation, mm-hmm. so let me just let me just go and, and respect that for myself. And then the the other catalyst was that I got out of a almost a five-year relationship mm. where we were living together and there was a lot of entangling there, right? Um, it was a super healthy breakup and all that, so that's fine. But um, five years living with somebody, like, life. 100%. Right? I so you, I needed some space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, well, where where do I find myself again? Mm-hmm. Well, adventure is where I find myself right. again, right? right? So that's what I did is I went in and gave myself, you know, I went and met myself at those edges, mm-hmm. and uh, I pushed myself further. And mm-hmm. uh, I got back from my trip. I, I like to really think so, a, a bit of a different human. Um, because what is going on an adventure if you come back the same? Right. So um, now I've I've started applying a lot of those things that I sat with and learning about and and whatnot to my daily life. Mm-hmm. So that was about s- five months, four months ago. Um. And yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm in a great space mentally. Um. Like you know, I'm healing from a lot of a lot of things, and right. uh, that's what inspired that trip. I love that, man. Yeah. I love that so much, and I, I really do
0: think that. It's kind of goes back to what you said before, like the hardships in life kind of are the things that bring you your edges and kind of bring you there. Like, man, I'm the same way, man. Like a lot of a lot of the things that I've been inspired to do the most, especially my music and stuff like that, has come from the hardest times. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things about art is like transmuting whatever energy that is, even if it's negative or whatever, into something beautiful, like the photos you're taking or the content you're creating. Right. So that's that's amazing, man. Uh, there's one thing that you said in there, like when you first started Pronto, and I want to get deeper into your into your um, what you're building. Sure, sure. But um, you know, you said you were just exhausted. You were going like you're redlining it, and I think that's like a, that's very common for a lot of people pursuing uh, their own path or being an entrepreneur. Um, that hustle culture, of just always grinding. How do you deal with that? Like, what's your perspective on that? What's your approach to balance and retaining your energy and staying? consistent.
1: Yeah. Um, you know it's funny, man. I used to I used to do I used to spend like I love Gary Vee. He's a great dude. Yeah. Fucking great guy. <laughs> Some people hate him. Um but you know him. what? I love yeah, yeah he's, I love he's Gary up. V. Yeah. Um and here's the funny thing is his message gets often gets uh, misconstrued as like never take a break. Right. It's like that's not true man. His mm-hmm. message is if you're bitching and moaning about what where you're in life, fucking change your situation. Yes. Right? Now if you're exhausted and you're not taking a break. Well, fucking take a break. You deserve it. Mm-hmm. You sh- again, self awareness. Like if you're if you're not in alignment with that, and you're like you're not making good decisions. You're not. You're probably miserable. Nobody wants to be around you. Like and because because that's that's where your mindset is, right? So, give yourself a break. Like go go rest. Like take mm-hmm. that time. So, you know, personal um like personal life and like this work life balance thing for me, um. It's a great morning routine. It's giving, like, I love, I love to read. I mm-hmm. just recently discovered this. I used yeah. to, man, I never read a book in university. Yep. And then I'm out I'm, I'm, I'm of university and I've read like 30 books this year. And it's mm-hmm. like, wow, I can't believe, I'm, I'm proud of myself. So how do I give myself more of that education? Mm-hmm. Well, I only have time in the mornings. So I'm, I have to wake up early. I gotta do my meditation. I gotta do my, my routine, my yoga, uh, make my coffee. And while I'm drinking my coffee, I'll take two hours there to read. Mm -hmm. So from like seven to nine, I'm just chilling, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I'll go into work and I'll be at work for 10 and then I'll start my day. And at that point, you know, I've had exercise, I've had a coffee, uh, I'm in a good headspace, I've learned something, Mm -hmm. I can go into my work, you know, in a good state of mind. Whereas the way I used to be before was I used to wake up and just frantically wake up and just like my phone's ringing, fucking miss this email, miss (laughs) this email, oh my God. right? And that's that's just like that just stressed me out for the rest of the day mm-hmm. right so starting your day off proper is really important that's how I get a lot of balance and then um, self-awareness if I need a break take my break right. and that I, and I don't care and I tell my team the same thing too right like it's important to be aware of like okay if this isn't working like can what can I do if that's stepping away then step away because mm-hmm. you're you know doing more might actually what's that point the the point of diminishing return exactly right and don't let yourself get there right right yeah so
0: totally i I love that perspective because you know we just kind of discussed you know doing things for other people being of service right making an impact but before you can do that you really have to take care of yourself you really have to like you know make sure you're healthy make sure you're feeding your mind like with good ideas and stuff like that and i totally relate to you man like university when i was forced to read books I did not care. But right. these days I'm reading books and I'm super engaged in them and I'm getting so much from them so I think that's incredible and a lot of people a lot more people should be doing that. Yeah.
1: You can you can't pour from an empty cup, right? Mm-hmm. So go fill your cup with as much love and abundance and joy and whatever the hell else you want right. and just go share that with the world right. and then when you're right. empty go fill some more,
0: mm-hmm. right? Mhm. 100%. And yeah, so so I want to dig more into into pronto because, you know, when I was looking into what you guys are doing at least for me I've never seen what you guys are doing—it's—it's it's pretty unique. Like you're getting—I'll—I'll I'll actually let you, do, <laughs> you describe it. But <laughs> sure, uh, yeah. uh, so maybe you could just tell us more about how that idea came for you and and, and what Pronto really is.
1: Yeah. So what Pronto is—it's basically—it's um, a virtual studio, and we built it for um, with the small business in mind, small business entrepreneur in mind. Basically, it's—it's—it's it's, um, it's a service for CPG products that don't have a a big marketing team or a big budget or whatever. So, the way it works is you basically ship us your product, um, you go online, you do your thing, uh, you basically tell us what you want, you approve your shot list, when the product arrives, we shoot it, we upload the images for you, you purchase only the images you buy. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, as photographers, the way we used to do things is like, well, you pay us a flat month- monthly retainer and we come in for X amount every day. Whatever frequency you wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't always work because not everyone needs things every week or every two weeks or every month, right? Right. So what we realized is businesses just want like an a la carte. Like I just need three photos for today, man. Can I just get three? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, you can. So we built this cool infrastructure for businesses to just yeah ship us product, tell us what they want, and just spend as much money as they want to spend on their marketing. Um, we we it's a it's a really cool it's it's actually like an app it's a web app Mm. um so that that was really neat whereas like most of our businesses well all of our businesses before were just like service based Mm -hmm. so um you went from you know the service industry into like the tech industry and that's Mm -hmm. a different beast so building that was uh was a lot of learning lessons but that's kind of how pronto works yeah
0: yeah yeah i love it i love the concept and i think it's it's super helpful, especially for those people in the very beginning of their process of becoming an entrepreneur, or starting their business. Um, was there a certain reason why you didn't decide it like for it to be just another service provided by Two C Media, and you wanted it to be its own entity?
1: Yeah, um, it's because we we do we've we've started as Two C. We've started kind of shifting directions a little bit and right. doing things more of a video production company, and mm. so. Um, like, like the teams doing like longer format videos. So five, yeah. 10, 15, 30 yeah. minute, right? Mini docs, that kind of stuff. Um, and the team's getting joy out of that. So, which is great. So let's, how do we service everyone else? Cause we don't want to forget about them, right? right? Uh, the clients that have been with us, well, mm. we built this with them in mind. Now, are they the right clientele? Hopefully, maybe not, but there is a fit in the market for e-commerce brands and, mm-hmm. you know, with COVID kind of. Making the world digital, right. um, you don't really have a choice but to go online, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's what we did. Is we went where the market's going, and the market's going online. So we said, mm-hmm. let's let's build this whole thing uh, on on the internet, and that way people can access it from wherever. Mm-hmm. We don't actually have to be physically in Calgary. We can have a studio in Toronto. We can have us whatever, and right. the the service would be the same throughout, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of have that good quality control. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's
0: no, that's kind of all it came to be. Awesome. And yeah, you spoke a little bit about how like ideas begin by finding your genius or, or doing the things that you really love to do. You know, um, we talked briefly before this about render and how that's kind of like on the back burner now or, you know, it's kind of done. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a lot of entrepreneurs, I think there's a mindset of never quit. Mm. But I think there's times where you should quit. Like, actually, there's times where you should have quit earlier. Um, what's your perspective on when to quit, especially for like a hot-headed entrepreneur who thinks that he can achieve anything in life?
1: Um, you know, what's funny is it's, it's uh, that's a, that's an interesting question. Uh, I, I fight with that because sometimes you're like, mm-hmm. oh man, this isn't working. It's like, but no, it is. Cause there's like these indicators, right? You're like, right. Oh. um, <clears throat> I think you gotta be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew, we knew render might've hit a, a point, um, just because of the way it was positioned because we didn't really have the tech behind it. Uh, it was more so an idea to test, which funny enough rolled into a pronto is. And so we're rolling a lot of those opportunities with video that render had into pronto Mm -hmm. um now there are services out there that you know are like render or whatnot but and those business business owners have seen you know something that works for them and they're and they're chasing that and that's all good now when do you quit um funny enough i think you need to take those hints from the market right so if if um if you're not if you know if you're going through patterns of like not making your your you know your months your months rev uh or you're going down or whatever like i think you should address things uh but i do agree like it's it's better to quit early and Mm -hmm. just like kind of shift your resources right um it doesn't mean you have to be you have to quit being an entrepreneur but you should know when an idea is dying 100 percent. right that's very important Mm
0: -hmm. And and i and i love that too because you know that process of like quote unquote failure right actually led you into what pronto is today right so mm-hmm. you know a lot of people getting started they're afraid to fail or they're, they're not sure if it's gonna work or not but that's exactly why you have to start it that's exactly why you have to begin it so that you can have that answer right
1: and i don't funny enough i don't even think there's such thing as failure man like mm-hmm. i think i think people need to like remove that concept out of their minds right now did you not achieve your goal yes mm-hmm. did you uh you know maybe not you know maybe did you maybe let some people down sure but um again like Failure is, is such a weird thing. Mm-hmm. It's such a negative, you know, it like a negative connotation Yeah, because you're like, well, I fucked up. It's like, well, yeah, you fucked up, but did you learn something? Yes mm-hmm. Well, then did you really fail? It's like, well, no, it's just a very expensive learning lesson 100% right? So mm-hmm. then what did you learn and right. I think you know, you're oftentimes we're so focused on like well We failed and I must mm-hmm. be a useless and whatever. It's like No, you just what did you learn? Like right. focus on that? 100%. and like, forget about the other shit. That's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Take this piece of knowledge and then go use this as your benchmark for moving forward. Like don't do this again or don't let this happen. Or if you see this, you know, like right. maybe act a different way. Right. Yeah.
0: I, I agree with you, man. Like, you know, there's definitely a negative connotation to the word failure. Um, that's why I said, quote unquote failure. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. I, I, for myself, I, I build failure into the process. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, try, fail, innovate. Mm-hmm. So that when failure does come or the results don't come, then you're like, well, it's just a part of the process. So now it's time to innovate again. Mm-hmm. So that's dope, man. I really appreciate that perspective. Um, So, you know, with these, with these things that you're building, you know, you're not doing it by yourself. You have a co-founder, like the guy you started out with at the clubs and stuff like that. So, um, what's that like for you? Like what's, what's, uh, what are the benefits of having a co-founder? Do you suggest that everybody has a co-founder? Do you think that people should go it alone? Like maybe just speak on that subject a little bit. Yeah.
1: Um, look, man, you can't do anything in this world by yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Like you need, you need, you need a crew. So. Do you need a crew from the start? Maybe, maybe not, right? But um, there is, there is a, um, there's this idea of the best, some of the best companies in the world, some of the most successful companies in the world had three co-founders. One of them is a numbers guy, one of them is an ops guy, and one of them is a creative guy, mm. right? And that's because everyone kind of is able to bring something different to the party, and so and that like I mean, this is like this is actually like a thing, um, so. If you can find that, and you don't have to give a piece of your company away, great. Um, if you need to give, a, if you want to start a project, and you need these people to help you, awesome. You should do it. You should do it wholeheartedly. You know, with the right people. Now, um, be careful who you take on as a co-founder. Right, that's very important because. You know, just because someone is a friend or just because someone you think is a fit might not actually be a fit, right? You gotta see how they, how are they in the worst of times? What happens when, you know, they put, you know, you put your house on the line and you're and you like, yeah, I'm I'm betting on this whole space and this thing is gonna gonna work and I'll put my mortgage on the line and whatever and uh, this individual doesn't believe in it and they won't try as hard Mm -hmm. and you're gonna get mad at this person and he might be your best friend. What happens in that situation, Mm -hmm. right? So it's important to like, to really address, like it's not, starting a business is not fun. Like it's not fun in games as people think. Like the journey itself is rewarding and you get joy from that and that's fun. Right. Uh, but it's a lot of work. And so, you know, find people that love to work mm-hmm. because it's gonna be a hell of a journey.
0: For sure, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that that's saying, right? Like if you wanna go fast, go alone. But if you wanna go far, go together. I think that that rings true. But definitely like the people you surround yourself with, especially in businesses is, is key. So I appreciate you sharing that insight. Um, I want to kind of get more into Social media and digital marketing so obviously that world can sometimes seem super daunting to the regular person Um, some people think that it's just like random virality while other people are really focusing on gaming and algorithm. What is your approach to it and um, maybe you just tell us more about like scroll stopping content like and the principles behind that.
1: Yeah, um funny enough I don't have an approach, but I think there's something there. I think there's something in 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 the game, in the social game, in the social right. media game that is about being social, mm. right? And people forget that it like everyone's like, oh, the algorithm. It's like who gives a fuck, right? <laughs> right? Like why why does it matter about the algorithm first of all? And then why does it matter that people are following you? Mm. Like do you want them to follow you because they like you, or do you want them to just follow you? Right. Right. One is not the other. Mm-hmm. Right um and i think people forget that what they really are looking for is like genuine uh belonging and things like that and you right. find that by being real and vulnerable and like you know bridge making your own community or whatever the fuck, right showing the, the authenticity of life yes. right so i think that is actually the truth to social media and i think that's why guys like gary Vee and all these guys win is because they're just like i don't give a fuck if you like me this is me right right Um, and they give value to their to their community right whereas Mm -hmm. um, there's there's people that are like oh, the algorithms changed again and I'm getting shadow banned it's like well maybe it's because you're all you're posting is like is inconsistent not on brand not offering value always asking you know never never giving Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah I don't I don't know if there's like a one-size-fits-all I think there's a there's like elements and if you follow this you might be able to apply these techniques whoever your audience is right and engage with them in a way that's meaningful to them Mm -hmm. because again it's about serving others Mm -hmm. so you need to kind of you know
0: right i love that and i love how it always comes back full circle into serving others because you're right like if for whoever it is whether you're the marketing professional going back to your supervisor wanting those numbers or whatever that's that's all ego you know what i mean i want to have this many uh, followers on my instagram or whatever it's like no who are you really serving what, what value are you bringing to the table? What impact are you making? How are you serving the community that you're trying to be a part of? So I think that's an important insight for a lot of people just chasing an algorithm or some numbers, right? Actually providing value for the audience that you're, you're, you're catering to, rather than just like posting random stuff, like an update about your company. Like I've seen a lot of PR companies just being like, how do we uh, let everybody know how awesome we're doing? And it's like, that, nobody, nobody cares. No one gives
1: a shit, right? <laughs> Nobody, nobody yeah, cares. Yeah, yeah. Like, help help me help me do a PR campaign without any money. What is the best way, like put out right. content like that. 100%. Right, that's yes. straight up man.
0: No, yep. I love that, I love yep. that. And uh, I guess uh, just relating to that, for somebody who is passionate about marketing, who is passionate about putting communities together, who does want to begin this journey for themselves, like, you know, at least the people I speak to and even myself at, at many moments in time, there's like imposter syndrome, you know? Never goes away. Yeah, so how do you how do you deal with that imposter just never
1: goes away (laughs) (laughs) like this (laughs) dude uh like straight up man i was uh it's funny i was asked to do a a talk once at um at a conference um at the at the library here Mm. and uh i butchered it like it was so (laughs) bad man and 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 here's the funny thing is it's not like i didn't prep for it because i prepped and Mm. like my my ideas of what i wanted to say like like this was some like really good shit right um but I just couldn't deliver and I was like, and I, I kept thinking, I'm like, man, am I like, what's going on, like, mm-hmm. why is this, and it's, and it's like, and I kept dealing with that imposter syndrome, like, right. I don't think I can do this, like, I don't think they should listen to me, like, someone else can offer way more insight, right? right? Um, so it never goes away. I think you just have to just come to terms with it, like, mm-hmm. you know, we're human, man, and, right. and if you get judged, like, brush it off and move on. Uh, people, uh, I think, I and it's funny. I think as you grow older, you realize um, how little attention you should pay to others, mm-hmm. and how much you should just pay attention to your own shit. One hundred percent. And focus on watering your grass and not worrying about the other grasses, mm-hmm. like whether you know they have piss stains or not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I don't. Meditation brings brings a sense of peace. With that comes, of you know, maybe a bit more confidence, mm-hmm. self awareness. The same thing, mm-hmm. like. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think like for I think that's a great insight, and even like just to build on that, like it's it never goes away, so you might as well get acquainted with it, right? Yep, continue to put yourself in positions and, and situations where you feel like, Am I even qualified to do this? and just do it anyway, mm-hmm. and
1: just get comfortable with that, right? The vulnerabilities, man, they test you, and that's where you grow. Like, you don't grow sitting on the couch watching Netflix, you grow like whatever, going for a run or like in the cold like 100%. when it's minus 40 right mm-hmm. like that's when you like really get to test your
0: boundaries mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. yeah so for those people like saying fuck you to imposter syndrome and going for it um a lot like this is the conversations that i have with people currently trying to get in there is you know how much do i charge you know that's related to imposter syndrome just in the way of, like you know am i good enough to charge this much like
1: what's your insight on that <laughs> it's funny uh i yeah, I have I have some insights on that because <laughs> I'm, so I'm launching a print shop. Okay, and uh, part of part of that was like, well, what do I charge for my prints? Mm. Right, like how much? Like what's what's reasonable? So I started looking at like the people that I look up to and what they charge, and I was like, oh, I can't do that. Right. It's like, well, why the fuck can't I? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, why not? Like, would would my immediate friends buy it? Well, maybe, maybe not. But mm. maybe this isn't for my immediate friends. Maybe you know. Um, but I think you, you gotta give, you gotta know your worth on, yep. um, and the way you know your worth is by going out there and giving people everything you possibly can and getting a taste of like what that might look like. So if your prices are too low, you'll know because you're going to constantly get booked. Mm-hmm. If your prices are too high, you know, because you're never going to get booked, right? Find that happy medium where you feel comfortable charging this, you know, that you're going to do a hell of a job and you're going to walk out of there with, with this idea of like, I feel good about this. The client's happy about this, and I left a little bit of money on the table, but I still got taken care of. Right. I think that's kind of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. I love that, man. And you've you've dropped so many gems for us today already. Like I've learned a ton from you. Um, but do you have any, like, encouragement for the creative or the entrepreneur in general, just to kind of like leave them with something that, you know, inspiring? Inspiring, man.
1: <laughs> inspire them I mean okay and it's funny I think they're gonna hate me after this one but I think people gotta lose their sense of entitlement mm. I think we live in an age where uh, social media and cameras and all the shit has has, has created the lowest uh, barrier to entry which means like well if this fucking guy can do it well why can't I and you should pay me just as much as you pay him and it's like well yeah but you don't you don't even know how long this guy's been doing it for you don't know the nuances of his process or why he or his customer experiences right why he's able to charge as much as he does mm-hmm. right so for the up and comers like man forget about your ego forget about yourself no one really cares about you but you should go take all your skills and go devote that to somebody and do the best possible job you can for them and then you should ask them for a favor and ask them to pass you along to anyone who thinks they would benefit from your services. And rinse and repeat. Because giving it your all and like leaving it all on the line, it doesn't matter whether they hire you back, but at least you know in in, in your heart of hearts that this 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 was your this is your truth. Like you give it your all, they're gonna be happy with it. Um, and if they're not, then you're happy with it. Mm-hmm. You give it your all,
0: right? 100%. That's, that's something that I believe in. Like as long as you try your best, it's really hard to be hard on yourself after. Because, like, how could you do better than your best? It's pretty unreasonable.
1: Yeah, that's, (laughs) like, totally, right? And so, Mm. like, there's, you know, it's funny, man. Um, We take a lot of interns from uh, a university in town, and um, I love bringing these kids in and showing them the realities of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But everyone's so entitled. Like, people think that they deserve a job after the internship. And it's like, but you don't because... Because you have asked it, and mm-hmm. I can see that. Because if you had really done it, then when I asked you whether or not you think this is good, you wouldn't have hesitated. You'd have right. been like, "This is the best thing I could ever fucking do, Claude." Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, man. I can't do any better. What do you want from right, me, right? Right? Because when you get like right, so when you're sitting there, you're like, "Ah, I could have done better." It's like, mm-hmm. well, then you don't need people like that mm-hmm. in, in your crew, especially when when it comes to business. You need people that want to work hard, move the needle forward. If you're exhausted mm-hmm. take a break right etc yeah
0: yeah and i think that comes back to finding your genius if, if that's the approach you're taking to your work and you're saying it's good enough then i don't think you love it enough man i don't think that's really what your what your greatest gift is and maybe you should just keep looking and and exploring yourself and, and getting more into that self-awareness right
1: yeah yeah so to, to those up and coming like you know don't give up like you know shit's hard but you know rolling through the punches that's that's how you really get there mm-hmm. um yeah yeah man, awesome. Well on that note, where can people connect with you? Where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at StillClaude. Uh you can find me on my website at stillclaud.com, uh Twitter, Claude underscore Bella, 2C at 2C Made It on Instagram, and at Shoot Pronto on Instagram. Any one of those, you can reach out to me. Someone will someone will be like, Claude, this is for you.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time today, brother. Man, thanks I really for appreciate having appreciate This is great. Awesome.
1: Sweet. Thanks. Thank you.